in the mix today. Ethan is getting some Christmas plans together, so he's not able to join us. Uh, But we look forward to talking about a little bit of reflection on 2020, uh, some family successes or challenges this year, uh, especially as we're preparing uh, for Christmas. Really going to kind of focus in on on how we're prepping our families for Christmas there. We've got uh, some really great uh, Christmas-focused trivia for the group. Uh, You'll definitely be edified there. Uh, we also have, uh, we're going to talk about our favorite Christmas memory from childhood, which should be great. As always, we have the feel-good story of the week uh, brought to us by Ben, and I'll be closing us out with Fix Your Eyes. So this time I'll turn it over to Jeremy to get us kicked off. All right. Thanks, Matt. Question of the year. How in the world do you drown out the pandemic and political noise and get yourself and your family to focus on the real meaningful parts of the Christmas season? And as each of us profess Christ, It is, or at least it should be, obvious that Christ's birth is ultimately important to us and is also important that we center our thoughts and worship around those truths with our local church families as well. Uh, We do enjoy the Christmas tree, family gatherings, fresh fallen snow, the cookies, the treats, the warmth of the house, the lights and glitter, the wonderful Christmas music that plays once a year. So we're going to go around the horn here and talk about how we plan on elevating Christmas to a level higher than the noise that has been 2020, get rid of that 2020 frostbite that we so desperately are weary of so that we can enjoy some time just to feel like we are normal again. So we're going to go around the horn here. I'm going to start with Ben, kick it over to him and tell us tell us what you're going to do and what you are doing uh, to, to make Christmas louder and bigger and better than what 2020 has been. Thanks, Jeremy. Yeah, so as I was thinking about this topic, I happen to have a couple boys who are Christmas junkies. They they celebrate Thanksgiving by putting up the Christmas tree. So it's easy. It's a little easier for me probably maybe than others just because my boys are all about it. They love the music. They love the movies. They love the all the decorations. Tonight, we drove around and went and looked at Christmas trees or Christmas uh, lights around our neighborhood. So I'm lucky that way. Yeah, I think for for us, though, uh, one benefit kind of with all of the unusual aspects of this year is one of the things that I do as a pastime is I officiate uh, some basketball. And this year, without that really happening right now, it's allowed me to be home even more in the evenings during this whole month of December. So we've had more time to, you know, do some baking and and do some other fun things, do some crafts, gingerbread houses, all that kind of stuff. And and then, you know, like you mentioned, all of those things are are a ton of fun and really good family building activities to partake in. But also spending some time really thinking about what's important at 
all times of the year, but especially um, this time of year as we think about Christ's birth and how uh, without that uh, magnificent intervention, you know, we would all be on a much different path. So it's been kind of a nice year this year to have a little more time at home doing those kind of things. So we've made the, the most of it and it's been fairly easy for me, I would say, to drown out some of that background noise and really focus on the Christmas season. Very good. I, I do have a follow-up question that I'm going to ask every single one of you. The first is, how many Christmas trees do you have in your home? And the second is, the primary tree, the one that gets the presents and the feature the feature of uh, Christmas Day or Christmas Eve, whatever, do you have colored lights or white lights? So Ben, how many, how many trees do you guys put up? Yeah, we have two two trees, one artificial, one real tree. The real tree has the gifts under it and we have we do the multicolor lights. Yeah, we like the bright lights. Our artificial tree we actually just do red and white light. So it kind of looks like, oh, okay. like the berries and and white lights and that one's got a little choo-choo train underneath it as my 8-year-old loves to run that thing at all hours of the night. So nice. um, yeah, that's our Christmas tree setup. All right. Very good. All right, Don, I'm going to throw it to you. All right. So, uh, boy, what do we do for this year? We Our, our plans have, have uh, changed quite a bit just because of the fact that we usually go over to grandma and grandpa's and for Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day, we, we stay home. But uh, so, of course, that's not changing. But uh, Christmas Eve, we'll be heading over to my or my wife's sister's house. So uh, spending uh, our Christmas Eve like we did Thanksgiving with them and doing our Christmas Eve celebration and then uh, and then coming home Christmas Eve night. And then there and then we uh, open presents on Christmas Day morning. Um, You know, it's this COVID thing has been pretty rough on my kids, uh, especially my oldest, just because. She's uh, quite a social person. So this having, you know, not being able to go to parties and things like that. She loves the, she loves Christmas. She loves uh, having all the Christmas parties and and spending time with friends. Uh, But that's kind of been, you know, obviously pushed aside. And so, you know, we're trying to, you know, concentrate our efforts, activities at home. And of course we, we have a, we have our list of, of movies that we watch as a family. Um, and so we're, we're, we're working our way through those and having fun and, and any way to, to make Christmas special for my kids, it, it, it easily goes to food. They, uh, they love food. So oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's, uh, every, you know, we, when we were, we were just talking about today, you know, plans for what we're going to do on Christmas day and Christmas Eve in the afternoon when we're still home. And before we go over to uh, my wife's sister's house, um, you know, what do we want to do? And, and my oldest is always up all about the food. Well, we can make this, we're going to eat this. We're going to, you know, we always, we always make monkey bread and, and, um, and we're going to have uh, this like strata it's called, uh, it's like a, it's like an egg bake in the morning. And so she loves that. And it's, and so, you know, she's all about the food. So, I think she'll be happy just as long. I mean, there was also there's also a, a chance that we might go to Wisconsin to uh, go to a restaurant. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, and so we'll we'll probably do that with some friends. We're gonna we've got some friends that we're probably gonna hook up with over the over the holidays as well, a couple of times, and, and do some things. So so that's really you know kind of what we're we're focusing on. Also, the big thing is also we're gonna be playing a lot of games uh, i got like a i got a boatload of games in our basement that uh because i collect a lot of board games and stuff like that we, we love to do some gaming and we just haven't done it much 
this year for whatever reason, since we've been home. It's kind of crazy. We've been home this whole time, uh, but we haven't played many games. So we're going to try and focus our attention on some games over the Christmas over the Christmas break. Hopefully we'll be getting some new games for Christmas from uh, as Christmas presents. So I'm looking forward to that. So yeah, nice. Is, is all the games going to be in the bunker? Or is is this going to be out of the bunker? This will be out of the bunker. Okay. Um, all so, right. Yeah, we've, uh, a little more we've room. Got, a little more room. A little more spacious. A little bit more uh, uh, better uh, oxygen flow too. Yeah, so got some light from the windows. Sure yeah. Everybody's everybody's properly inebriated. So that's good. Um, Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, back to, back to the trees. How many trees do you got? And what are the what's the lighting situation like? You know the the tree situation. Thankfully, we only have one up because the pine needles drive me crazy. And okay, of course it's our, and we we did start out with the uh, with the with the real tree, but yeah, the pine needles just drove us crazy. So so now we're going yeah, just straight fake tree. Uh, but we go all white lights, and you know we have a huge Christmas. Uh, village display downstairs too that we we set up and Ooh, that's nice and so um uh, it's department 56 it's the real deal so it's not this you know cheesy oh, mills, yeah. you know that's not that cheesy mills fleet farm stuff you pick up but uh it's it's, it's the real <laughs> that's deal all we stuff. have here in wisconsin <laughs> yeah, well, mills fleet farm <laughs> is it farm and fleet there or is it mills we, fleet we farm? got both doesn't matter yeah. do you you drive 30 minutes one way or the other and you can you can go to either one doesn't really matter. so oh yeah yeah, that's great. All right, Ryan, tell us about your uh, your family. Yeah, I would say it has been a mix. We are certainly trying our best to make this a uh, a memorable holiday, despite the circumstances we find ourselves in with COVID. And thinking back to Easter, I I don't know about you all. We weren't doing the podcast back then, but when, when Easter was here we really were able to focus well on the resurrection of Christ. And so for that, I was really, really grateful. So I, I, I believe that we can do the same thing for Christmas. And we, we have been, you know, we don't, we don't have cable right now. We're not as involved at church, you know, with, with various activities like we usually would be with my youngest being in a kid's club. Uh, even tonight, that club saying a special at church. And it's just really kind of sad that, my youngest can't be part of that. So that's, that's one of those issues where you're like, yeah, this, this is a rough year, but at the same time we're trying to compensate. And whether that means we're going to go look at more lights, drive around, look at more lights, uh, find some good uplifting Christmas music on YouTube. I don't know if you guys have heard of this group called the Collings Collingsworth family. Yeah. The Collingsworth. They're great. Yeah. They, they just, they just dropped a video within the last week or so about a Christmas concert. Really enjoyed listening. I've only listened to half of it with, with my girls, but yeah, really need to see that. So my family, uh, we've been, we've been doing a lot of musical stuff on top of that as well, which just happens to be the right year. You know, with my dad passing away a few months ago, right now I'm holding a lot of his musical stuff. So we've actually pulled out an amp. So that becomes our speaker. And my daughters are playing the piano, the the bongos, they're singing. So we're having a great old time just cranking out the music here right now. So that's been that's been really nice. And just tonight before I got on the podcast, we recorded some videos for we're going to send to our grandparents. Um, it's actually my wife's parents anniversary today. So kind of what we're doing for them will be some some music videos. And then I'll try to get those to my mom too. And that's, I think that's the other part that's been frustrating for me is just trying to figure out it's, it's our year to host my family. And uh, just with, with the conditions we find ourselves in where it's not, I don't find it prudent, unfortunately. And so I I wish I were more of a gun host spirit like Don there, but 
I think I think it's just going to be the four of us here, and we're gonna we're gonna make the most of it. Try to keep the the focus of the season where it should be. That's been our challenge. We've been reading through some Advent devotions, uh, building up for the the time of Christ. And uh, yeah, and Olivia just finished her last algebra test today, so she's gonna take a few days off from algebra. So uh, otherwise, we're in full swing and looking forward to being able to really focus on on the true meaning of Christmas. Very good. All right, tell us about the trees. How many, and then uh, the type of lights. Uh, we have one tree up in the the main living room, and I I'm sorry I, I don't know what kind of lights I I can't remember if they're colored or just regular yellow. I'm just not good at that sort of observational stuff. Are you, yellow did you lights? Move into Don's bunker? Ha, like, have you, you have you come home? out of that office there? I mean, do you truly not see the light of day? I was thinking about running up there when Don was talking just to see what the colors were, but I I know on the outside we've got some colored ones. Does that count? There's there are colored lights outside, but I think on the tree, I also think they're colored too. But I'm don't quote me on that one. I don't. I, I see I, it all I the time. Quote I just you because if you don't know what color lights you have on your own Christmas tree, I've got more questions than than right. just that. But yeah, thank you for thank you for giving us that. You know. Um, very conviction uh, <laughs> spirit of Christmas where, yeah, we know the colored lights. All right. Right, right, I, right, I, right, 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 Brian, aren't you colorblind? Are you colorblind? No, I'm nope. not colorblind. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Except for a Christmas I tree. I guess, yeah. For a Christmas I, I just, uh, things don't stand out. Colors don't really stand out to me. If you were to say, hey, what color was your coworker's shirt today? I'd say, I don't remember. I, I just, they don't. Now, if you show me a bunch of numbers, that that I can remember. But colors, I don't know. Brian, you're hey. so woke. He's right. Hey, I so know. Woke. I know. We're supposed to be colorblind, right? I think I'm in good shape here. <laughs> He's so woke. Brilliant. <laughs> How many lights do you have on your Christmas tree? <laughs> good question. You said your numbers, I, I, guy. I I didn't put the lights on the ornaments. I did nothing with the Christmas tree outside of get it, get it, give it to Aaron and the girls to set up. <laughs> wow. Well played. I, yeah. <laughs> Thank Am you for I, th- throwing lots of ice water on that wonderful discussion. Our listeners will love that. All right. I digress. Matt, it's your turn. This segment was going so well, Jeremy. I know. I was trying. <laughs> let the record show. Let the record show. I wasn't the one to throw water on it. Yeah, Don, I the record the record's clear. We we've got a new we've got a new uh, wet blanket. All right, Matt. <laughs> That's amazing stuff. Yeah, I think some similarities, you know, especially with Ben and Don, we've had Christmas music rolling since early December. I'll touch on the trees later, but some of those came before Thanksgiving, a little bit to my chagrin. But we do have movies as well. Like uh, one of my favorites is A Christmas Carol. That one's got a little bit of uh, some scary themes to it. So you have to be a little bit careful with that. There was some, uh, my 11 year old was covering eyes when the uh, the, the final spirit came. Uh but uh, Christmas Carol's great, and then we plan to watch uh, It's a Wonderful Life. That's one that we all kind of oh, gather. Yeah. It's funny though, as you know, as the kids get older, like it's it's harder to kind of corral everybody, and uh, you know, so we're, hopefully we'll be able to get that done. But man, it seems like, and there's even there's practices for sports that they have this week, and so I'm carting you know our my oldest Grace down to lacrosse practice tomorrow. She got a couple practices tomorrow, even though school's out, they're still getting ready for the the spring. Uh, the springtime. So I think that's been one of the blessings is uh, it's, it's interesting back last school year, you know, Sayla uh, was going to school and the rest were being homeschooled. Well, with the COVID thing and lack of co-ops, we've kind of flipped that script and Sayla's getting some tutoring at home and the other four have been in school. So I think a lot of them, they've worked really hard, been really proud of them. 
So it's been great for them to get a little bit of a break and, and they're kind of, some of them are kind of more in chill mode. So the angst in the household is uh, just who's going to clean the kitchen today. Uh, that's sometimes a challenge uh, to get ready, but uh, yeah, Christmas has been great with the music and the um, you know music in the, in the movies and we're going to keep it low key. Um, we're just going to enjoy, I said we had a great Thanksgiving with my folks and my brother down, uh, but we're going to keep it pretty low key for the seven of us. So. Good. Well, tell us about tell us about the trees. Almost to your chagrin. Yeah, we got. Uh, well, it's it's not too bad. It's just the two artificial trees are more slimline. One in the basement and one on the main floor. We're up in early November. Wow. Um, that's just that's just the way it is. But we always get a real tree, which I'm grateful for. We grew up with an artificial tree, and nothing against artificial trees, but you know, after you get a real tree, there's just nothing. There's nothing like it. And so we've really enjoyed that. That tree uh, is looking nice and full, and it does have white lights on it, though. We just had a discussion. I grew up with colored lights and really enjoyed those. And we went to my grandma and grandpa's. It was more like the the older classic, you know, fuddy-duddy white lights back when I was younger. But now we really kind of like the white lights. But I'm like, man, I wonder if I'm really setting my kids up for failure by not giving them, you know, the multicolored lights in the tree. So next year we might see a switch. So Jeremy, cue All that right. one up for 2021 Christmas. Yeah, we'll do. It's, I'm taking notes here for everybody so, to see if anything changes. So as far as, as Ethan's not here to ask, and I'm sure I'm sure he'd have uh, similar sentiments to all of us. And for for our family, we've got uh, we've got we're so busy with school and with church. It really to us, it just has not seemed like even even with you know socially distant activities, we just we're, we're we have been so busy, and things have been coming at us like crazy with the end of school, the semester with church stuff, programs, sports, basketball. I mean, it just keeps going, going, going. And uh, so we have felt kind of relatively uh, normal, although there have been some obvious changes to to what normal is. So uh, we've been able to to stay busy. And so we, we really haven't had uh, anything to complain about or, or feel a shift anyway. Uh, we do spend uh, a lot of time watching Christmas movies. We love that. My wife... Uh, keeps Christmas movies around. Obviously, I've got a spread of kids. So I've got a senior in high school all the way down to a three-year-old. So trying to get a Christmas movie that they all can get into and enjoy and all of us watch as a family just rarely happens. So we got to have to do it in a little bit of shifts. But my wife's goal is to have us watch a Christmas movie every week um, so that we can just stay in the in the mode. We also do a, uh, we read through an Advent story called Jotham. And uh, it's really a great, uh, a great story. So we do read that to everybody. And so I'll read that either dinner or uh, right before everybody goes to bed. And we kind of require everybody to be in, you know, listening uh, distance. They don't have to be all like sitting, you know, right around us or right around the Christmas tree or anything. But even our olders enjoy the story, especially because it's written. So it's at a cliffhanger kind of kind of scenario. It's just it's just great. And then uh, we've got some normal traditions where we go and we see lights. Ben, I appreciate uh, what you guys did. I think that's fun to do, especially if you go hunting for lights. That's kind of fun. See some big ones. We do a lot of singing as well. We try to we try to sing as a family and and enjoy that. Although some in our family love to sing, some really don't. But uh, for those that do, we get into we get into that as well. So, Ryan, I appreciate that uh, that thought, too. We were going to we didn't, but we were going to do some of these virtual concerts that are out there that uh, groups have gone in. I know Trans-Siberian Orchestra had something. Um, there have been other groups that are I don't know, pentatonics and some other things that have put stuff out there. Uh, we just got too busy and we didn't. 
watch any of those or subscribe to any of those. But we, we actually thought about doing something like that because our schedule has been busy enough. We haven't felt anything, anything different. But one thing that we have uh, tried to do uh, now that we are officially on Christmas break starting tomorrow, tomorrow morning is the first day we all get to sleep in is to sleep in. I'm going to fix waffles for everybody. And my, uh, my, I tried it cause we got a new waffle maker and my, one of my younger two uh, daughters, she's four, she was standing up there making waffles with me and, and I had put it in and I was waiting for the little red button to come out. Cause it's one of those things that flip over and came out and I flipped it up and it was really hot. And I was like, I said, wowza. And she's like, dad, Dad, can I have some wowza? That looks really good. <laughs> so I, I told I told Sophie, hey, Sophie, guess what we're having for breakfast tomorrow? And she's like, what? And I said, wowza. She's like, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, she's all stoked about it. So we're going to have some wowza tomorrow, otherwise known as waffles. And so we just do stuff like that and uh, have some have some fun. And then, of course, uh, the kids love it when when chores come around because we're going to we're going to go back and hit the house to bring it back in order in the last six weeks of chaos that it has been. It is it has gotten out of order and because uh, closets need to be rearranged. We need to do some weeding out, some cleaning. So Monday after Wowza, we're going to do some cleaning. So that will take a little bit of time, too. So even though that's not maybe Christmas Christmas to most people, it is for us because that's that's the time that we get to do some of that. So anyway, so thankful for your, oh, I got to tell you about my Christmas trees. So we have three and we put them up um, right after Thanksgiving. And we have one real tree and then we have two others. And uh, my wife has been gracious enough to put one tree in our room. I, I, I love Christmas lights. I love them. I love it when all the lights are off in the house and it's just the Christmas lights. I, it just does something warm and fuzzy for me. I just love it. And uh, so we are, we are all white lights, no colors, no nothing. Although I grew up with all colors. And so Matt, I, I can identify with that. And I'm, I, I found myself this year missing that. And I was like, next year, I'm buying colors. And at least one of our tree trees will have colors. So we got three all white lights One's in our bedroom at my request. We got the real one in the living room. And then we've got another fake one that's kind of decorative in our in our dining room. And so uh, we, we enjoy that as well. And then, of course, the boughs of uh, greenery all over the deck railings and all that fun stuff with the lights to uh, appease my wife, which she enjoys uh, when we come home to see that. So anyway, so we got three all white lights and we'll see if any of that changes next year. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. All right, with that, I'll turn it back over to you, Matt. All right, guys, you know what time it is. That's right, it is Six in the Mix Trivia Special Christmas Edition. Christmas-focused topics and tunes. Are you guys ready? As long as it's not as lame as a Thanksgiving version of uh, Trivia. (laughs) I I think you guys will find this definitely not as lame. Not as lame. Can't wait for the Christmas song. Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. (laughs) Brilliant! But but knowing how goofy you guys are, even a great thing you guys will think is lame. So uh, anyway, we shall see. Again, name is your buzzer. Question number one. How do you say Merry Christmas in Hawaiian? Oh. How do you say Merry Christmas in Hawaiian? Done. Oh, is Don entering the trivia fray? Go ahead, Don. Mele kalikilaka. 
No way. Where did you <laughs> yes, pull that thing? That's it. That's a great Christmas song. That's a great Christmas song. It is a great song. It is. It's it's one that Ben played incessantly when we were rooming together, and it was not my favorite. I did not like it. I was like, "This is such a Sally song," and and uh, it, it, it kind of. I guess it kind of grew on me, and some of my girls like it. So yes. that, it opens it up. So Don gets the point. Yes, that's right. How did yeah. how did Don get it before Ben? I don't know. It was I was kind of pre picked for Ben, but. Uh, it looks like Ben's, you know, maybe got a lot of music in his mind. So nice, nice work. I, I thought you were going with Spanish. I was already with Feliz Navidad. Yeah. I was ready. Let me throw Hawaiian. All right. Question number two. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer started off as a marketing gimmick for what store? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer started off as a marketing gimmick for what store? What department? Go ahead, Ryan. Woolworth. Jeremy. Sorry, that's a good guess, but no. Jeremy. I don't really know, but I'm going to guess. Uh, J.C. Penny. Ooh, close, but Don. not quite. Mm. Don. Macy's. Yeah. That Ooh. is not correct. Ben, you got the, the board is yours, Ben. Full control. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's see. So I will say... Sears. Oh man, it's like you guys hit a lot of them. It's actually Montgomery Ward. Oh. Which, that came which, to my mind first. I'm like, there's no you way. Go, oh. You've got to go with your gut. Yeah, I, and it's funny. I had not known that that Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer that was dreamed up by a department store. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, fun stuff. All right, question number three. How many ghosts are there in a Christmas? Card? Ryan, go ahead, Ryan. Three. Oh, man, close. I might have to go back to the I, I, I want to say Ben Four. that is correct. Ben, can you uh, can you educate Ryan on on the, who the four were? You forgot Marley. The partner came back first. Then you've got past, present and future. Ooh. That is correct. Here we go. Thoughts, Ryan? Why, why is that? You're shaking your head and you're not going vertically. You're going horizontally like you disagree. Rattle this way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was... I just watched A Christmas Carol. And I, yeah, I think in the normal Christmas Carol, that's right for if you include Marley. But if you watch the Muppets, they've got those two Yahoo judges as both of those guys are ghosts. So then it would be five. I would, and I would grant you the correct answer if the Muppets was the original one. However, <laughs> that's not the original. It's, uh, it's actually, we go on the original here, not, you know, some, you know, fourth dimension version of a Christmas well, carol. And so. now we know what you're doing in your basement. <laughs> you got Muppets themes going on. It takes a long time to watch all that. Out of curiosity, what color was the Muppets judges <laughs> coats or shirts? Do you remember that? No clue. No idea. Okay. All right. Uh, At least you're consistent. Okay. <laughs> Question number four. In the song Winter Wonderland, what do we call the snowman? Brian. In the song Winter One. Oh, go ahead, Ryan. Parson Brown. That is correct. Nice job. Thanks. What was the name of that song again? It's called Winter Wonderland. In the meadow, we can build a snowman yeah. and pretend that he is. 
Parson Brown. Good. Par- who's Parson? Who's Parson Brown? Is that like some some guy? He's the story? guy that can get you married real quick. Yep. If you keep singing the song, he's uh. If you're not married, he'll he'll hook you up. He'll say, "All right, married." We'll say, "No, ma'am." But you can do the job while you're in town. Yep. Exactly. Quick trip into town and hitch it on up and newlyweds. Brilliant. Man, this is this is a battle tonight. I mean, almost everybody's got. I love it. I love it. All right, in the movie Elf. Oh, this is great. In the movie Elf, what was the first rule of the Code of Elves? In the movie Elf, what was the first rule of the Code of Elves? So think back to the classroom scene. It's very clearly talked about. It's on the board written down. It is repeated by the class, spoken, I believe, by the teacher. What was the first rule of the Code of Elves? In three, two, one. Yeah, a little bit deeper elf track we picked there. It's treat every day like Christmas. Oh, yeah. That is it. The first rule is treat every day like Christmas. I just kept thinking of like the uh, the food groups. You got your candy canes, you know, and all the all the stuff that he went through with that. I I just couldn't get out of right. that track for a second. Yeah. Ugh. Hey, these these are legit uh, questions. These are these are more legit than Thanksgiving. I'll give you credit, moderator. So, all right, I, I appreciate that midstream. A, a non lame vote. That's great. Thank you. I'll take it. Uh, final final uh, trivia question. Um, that's just uh, verbal and non musical. Where did the Magi or wise men visit Jesus? Where did the wise men visit Jesus? And I'll take two answers here. So I'm giving you a lot of opportunity. Where did the wise men visit Jesus? Jeremy. Yeah. All right. Come on, Jeremy. Was it back in Galilee? Can you get the judges need something a bit more specific? Uh, let's go Nazareth. That is correct. That is correct. Though most traditional things will have the wise men and the shepherds all convening that uh, that night. That's yeah. not true, right? right. Uh, was... The wise men came later. And if you look in Matthew 2 and verses 10 and 11, it actually says the wise men came to his house, not uh, not not the stable. So most uh, most uh, historians and and um, experts believe uh, he was actually visited back back in Nazareth at his home. Well, that's not what the movie The Star says. He, clearly, they came to that stable where he was born. Ryan, what? Actually, better question: What did the Muppets, A Christmas Carol, say? What, what was their thoughts? And was the donkey talking? Right. And what did Buddy the Elf have to say? <laughs> no. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah, so the, the wise men visited, and then think right after that, they uh, an angel came in a dream to Joseph, and then he took the family down to Egypt. So. All right, we've got a couple musical thoughts, a wow. couple musical ones. Uh, first one, you're going to have to be Johnny on the spot on this one. And here we go. Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve Yeah, who's singing it? We don't, yeah, you can the... say there's no such thing as Santa <sighs> But as for me and Grandpa, we believe Ryan, are you rescinding your vote as far as lameness? Yeah. <laughs> I'll say it, Don. Go ahead, Don. All right, Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Is it by, is it by Larry the Cable Guy? <laughs> Sounds like it. 
It's, it's not by Larry the Cable Guy, no. no not so much. <laughs> Maybe it's Gomer Pyle. I mean, they're in the same, you know. <laughs> I have no idea. No, no, I cannot no. believe of all the great Christmas music you pulled that song <laughs> That is a classic, gang. That's a classic. So I would have accepted two answers here. It was written by Randy Brooks, but uh, most famously uh, sung by Elmo and Patsy. And there is a very um, unique YouTube video that's got a little over 9 million views that's interesting to watch, too. So Elmo? Um, Elmo and Patsy? Yeah, yeah. Husband like, and wife duo. They, like, they did a lot oh, of Not cool the stuff. Sesame Street character Elmo? No, not the Muppet version, no. This is actually the, the straight version. Never, so. heard, never heard of him. <laughs> These next two, gang, so... Uh, there's actually a, a bonus uh, half point that can be done. So I'm looking for the name of the song. I'm looking for the person who wrote said song. And if you also know the person who performed the song, that's an extra point as well. Okay, extra half point. So really a point and a half on the line for each one of these. These these might be a little bit more well-known. And here we go. Family and I just sang this song right before the podcast. This is the last song we sang together. Great song. It's a great song. But did you write it, Ryan? That's what we're looking for. No, but I, I think I know who did. I'm just trying to place this voice. This will be the toughest uh, artist to pick out. Yeah, I can't. I can't place it at all. Ryan. Go ahead, Ryan. Come Thou Long Expected Jesus, written by Charles Wesley, sung by Sarah Groves. What? The cor- the correct sounder was for the first two. You didn't get the you didn't get the singer right. It was <laughs> actually probably an outfit called Red Mountain Music. Um, I don't believe it was Sarah Groves that was the lead singer on that, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, nice nice job on the uh, writer of the song there, Ryan. Uh, really nice job, Charles Wesley. Yeah, uh, come thou long expected Jesus. Very uh, very rich Christmas carol. Okay, all right, we ready for the last one? This is the last one, and here we go. If you recall, I do. Joy to the world by your boy Phil Wickham. And who who wrote it? Because Phil Wickham didn't write it. Isaac Isaac Watts, man. I read what's in that And you say I try to set you up for these things. Sometimes I set you up for good stuff, pal. My girls, oh man, we we watched this guy. Have you seen this guy singing under the video? 
I watched the first part of it. it it's a little the girls crack up. I mean, he's in there bouncing around and he's pulling up his sleeves all the time like this. Yeah, <laughs> he's a cool guy. He's a cool right. guy for sure. Did, did you see the live version of that? Or was it a pre-recording? Because I saw a live version where he was singing and he was so off. It was terrible. <laughs> oh, it was awful. Uh, I did see one live version. We did have to turn the live version off. But he, he also said. I was thinking, guys- oh, man, you got to pull that video, man, because it was bad. Right. Right. Speaking of going back to the earlier question about what we're doing for Christmas, did you watch the chosen Christmas special that was on last week? I think it might've been last Sunday night, but you can watch it on YouTube. So they had, and he actually sang away in a manger on that special. So he he did fine there, but yeah, I think I saw him with another group, Jeremy sing it live and it, I don't think it went well. So it was, it was, it was rough, but I mean, I give those, I give anybody credit. It's, it's hard to sing, you know, on stage live and, and make it good. I mean, they're doing all kinds of sound mixing and everything anyway, but. Yeah. 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 I, Matt, how many good. points do I get for the last two total? So joy to the world, you would get a point and a half. Cause you got all three come thou long would just be a straight point. Got it. All right. Thank, thank you for throwing that joy to the world in there for me. That was a blessing. I was hoping someone might jump on it early just to just to say the name of the song and and get a half point from you. But well, I, I I cheat when it's your favorite song and it's the season. I listen to multiple versions of it. So <laughs> yeah. All right, we're gonna turn it over to Ryan for uh, calling your shot. Sounds good. So keeping in line with our Christmas theme here, as we are what five days uh, from Christmas. We're going to discuss our favorite childhood memory as we think back over the years. And boy, oh boy, I'm 44 now, so we're we're starting to get back into the way back time machine here, going back to our favorite childhood Christmas memory. So hopefully you all have pondered this and you have narrowed it down to maybe one or two at the most memories. And unfortunately, Ethan isn't here to share with us, but it would probably have some cool mountain climbing story in Montana where he, he snags a, a, a deer, an elk, sends well, it to Matt. Well, Fording off crossing. a bear and <laughs> killing a, uh, an elk. I mean, he, yeah, he does it all. Fly, yeah, after fly fishing uh, in the afternoon. The um, original mountain man. The original right. mountain man, right. So we'll have to catch up with him on that. But anyway, so yeah, if you guys don't mind sharing, I'll just go in order of my screen. I'll move from right to left. So uh, Don, I've got you top right tonight on my screen. So what what's your favorite childhood Christmas memory? Boy, it's a tough one. Um, I got to say, you know, we opened our presents Christmas morning growing up. Uh, so I always remember those long nights of uh, Christmas night or Christmas Eve night going to bed and, and uh, then waking up Christmas morning to... Uh, to open presents and you know two memories and this was must have been when i was in elementary school but uh, uh when i was a young tyke i think two two memories come to mind and, and of course they are centered around gifts that i got and the first gift i got was that i remember that was just made my christmas was uh the gi joe dragonfly helicopter and that thing was sweet. Had the had the little lever on the side of the helicopter to make the the uh, propellers go around on the top. It came with uh, came with the action figure. What was that guy's name? Wild or I can't remember what his name was. Oh man, that's terrible. Uh, but that that was probably one of my favorites. I remember that for some reason. And then the second one was I got this uh, one year. I got this RC um, car, 
And that thing was unbreakable and it had like a turbo boost and it was insane. I remember sending that thing down the steps, landing on its wheels and it was still rolling. I remember my sister who worked at WCTS at the time, she was uh, a fellow fellow DJ um, along with uh, following in the steps of Matt. Um, but back in the day, this was back when uh, WCTS was in the old building. She had to work for whatever reason that Christmas night. And so we went to visit her. And so I took my RC car and was running up all over, all over uh, Fourth Baptist halls and stuff like that. It was fantastic. I was like, what a was great like, building. Oh, yeah. oh man. I mean, it Best was fantastic. Of all time. I know. I was another Christmas, Christmas Day night. I was running through the halls with that RC car. Man, it was just fantastic. Yep. That's great. I was just thinking down when you were describing the GI Joe toy, you know, I, I'm thinking back to when we were in college together and even in our adult years, have we ever even talked toys? I mean, we would have all been similar, I think, to the toys we played with growing up. But I, I don't know if we've ever had that topic of conversation. We, we'd have rich conversation because I had GI Joes too. And, you know, we could have compared them. But yeah. like you, I'm struggling with the names these days. So. <laughs> and colors. Hey, hey, easy, Tiger. Easy, Tiger. All right, Matt, how about you? Well, a lot of a lot of great memories. I think of going over to Grandma and Grandpa Lightner's, my my mom's parents, uh, on several Christmas Eves and having her famous roast beef sandwiches. They were just melting your mouth so good. It was actually we were over there uh, when I was younger, and then we actually ended up buying the house from them, and so we lived in that house as well, which was kind of cool to have memories of going over there as a as a younger boy, and then we moved over there, moved in there when I was in later elementary, and then going up to grandma and grandpa's up in Brainerd, my dad's mother and her husband, uh, just some great stuff there. But I think it was the uh, Christmas of eight, my eighth grade year. And my folks worked really diligently to be able to take us down to Florida. Um, and they kind of surprised us with a trip to Disney World. And then my grandparents, my mom's folks were down in Punta Gorda, Florida, which is just outside of Fort Myers. And so the first time I got to fly in a plane was, was that Christmas and just the magic of Disney World and Epcot Center was fantastic. And then we went to go visit my grandparents and got to have they had an orange tree in their backyard. The best orange I've ever tasted, and I believe will ever taste this side of heaven, was that eighth grade Christmas uh, at their house. And uh, it was just magical. Like the whole trip was just unbelievable. It was like a dream. Uh, my brother and I had a great time and with our folks too. That uh, that was probably the greatest Christmas memory as a boy. Disney. Wow. All right. Tough to tough to top that for a kid, but we're gonna try, Ben. I don't think I can top Disney. Although my grandparents, uh, my grandfather took the whole family down to Texas, where they used to winter one year when I was in high school. So that was pretty fun. But so speaking of that, actually growing up, we always were able to have two Christmases. We'd have Christmas with my dad's side, like in late October or early November, before his parents would leave for Texas for the winter. So we would get kind of the full weekend Christmas experience, like two months before Christmas was supposed to happen. So that was a pretty fun thing to do as a kid, get to have Christmas twice. And then kind of on that grandparent theme. So growing up, my my grandfather had, uh, on my mom's side, um, her dad had passed away at a, at a young age. I, I never knew my grandfather, but um, so we always had my grandma over to our house for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So I just remember those things, uh, spending all that time that we were able to with my mom's mom, my grandma, 
fry and some of the things we would do uh making some norwegian treats lefsa and krumkaka and those kind of things things that we still make to this day that we enjoy just for the nostalgia of it and they are tasty i think but just for the nostalgia of it and then and then a little bit later in my grand uh grandparents life then my dad's parents once they quit retiring to texas because they were that trip was a little more difficult for them they would come over for christmas eve too so I, I didn't have, I really didn't have very many Christmases where it was just our immediate family. We always had grandparents with us and I'm thankful for those opportunities. And it's, it's also um, given me a desire to make sure that at some point during the Christmas time, you know, we can spend some time with uh, both sets of parents of my parents and my wife's parents, just because of that grandparent influence is a really cool thing. And I really remember that very vividly during Christmas, especially, and, and have a lot of great memories around that. Amen to that. I, I, I echo that. All right, Jeremy, how about you? For our family living in Phoenix, it was, I mean, I hear all these kind of, you know, stories, but our, ours was really different. I mean, we had, you know, enough beautiful weather that we could go outside and play basketball outside, outdoor. We have a, we would have a shooting contest for pies. We would shoot for pies with all my cousins. We go to our school We'd uh, go to the outside courts and we would, we'd have shooting competitions. And if you lost, you couldn't have a certain kind of pie. We'd all assign each other pies that we would bring. That was always fun uh, for Christmas. And then um, on Christmas Eve, uh, we would have family come over. Uh, one of my aunt and uncles would come over. And then all the kids, my, my aunt and my mom would go wrap gifts for you know the, the next day. And we would all, my dad, my uncle, and all of us kids, we'd, we'd walk about half a mile to a grocery store called Thrifty's and they had a little ice cream kind of counter, whatever that you could get ice cream cones. And so it was our tradition. We'd walk, we'd get ice cream cones and walk back to our house uh, in our shorts and t-shirts eating ice cream cones. So it was radically different than the uh, Minnesota and uh, Wisconsin and even uh, Ohio uh, and what you feel during uh, this time of the year, no snow, nothing like that. It was, you know, should we jump in the pool or is it a little too chilly kind of thing? So we did do what our version of the polar plunge was jumping in about 50 degree uh, water, which really, you know, to us today is like, you know, totally refreshing almost um, <laughs> to to our Phoenix blood. It was uh, it was cold. Uh, so we did a lot of fun stuff with family. Same thing as Ben and several of you, just, you know, a lot of grandparents and a lot of time with family. Uh, we had uh, we had both sides, both my mom and dad's side um, to enjoy, and uh, we would split time on Christmas uh, that way and uh, just really enjoyed uh, time at church and then uh, time with family. So uh, a lot of rich traditions. The, the, my favorite thing, though, my favorite thing, which I do with my family, which is starting to gain a little traction, which has been tough to do, is to watch It's a Wonderful Life Christmas Eve. That after church, we have our Christmas Eve service. And then we have friends uh, over. We'd usually do an ice cream bar kind of as a tradition of what I used to have. And then about nine o'clock, we, we put in that three hour movie or whatever. And we watch It's a Wonderful Life. And I'm usually the last and only man standing with that. I think I think I'll have um, four of us uh, this year because I, I talked about and my wife introduced about the backstory of Jimmy Stewart and what he was going through post-war when he actually um, said yes to doing that movie. If you guys haven't looked at that um, story, it's pretty amazing. 
so anyway, uh, we watch It's a Wonderful Life and and then wake up and have some wowza. So uh, <laughs> we'll have some waffles and breakfast and then Christmas. Solid, solid. Yeah, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine Arizona Christmases. It just seems like a different different dimension of you know and that's such a such a you know a universal way from i've lived in the midwest now since 96 so it's been a long time and i enjoy the snow i enjoy the cold on christmas there's definitely something about that that is you know just part of part of uh christmas now so yeah we're strange people well i don't know about the rest of you but we don't where we live and ben, ben lives close to where i live but we don't have any snow on the ground right now and we want some and most people would say why do you want to even bother with snow but i don't know ben i think i saw a chance on wednesday that might get yeah, us wednesday aren't Christmas. you guys getting some yeah my son's been praying for it every day at school uh to get snow with his class so he's very hopeful but it's funny to think about all the christmas songs we love to sing how many talk about snow and how ridiculous that is for most of the globe you know they're not they don't have any snow you know or such a Anyway, that's a to- totally different tangent, but it's kind of funny to think about. Yeah, thank your son for praying. I think the prayers are being heard and, and hopefully answered coming up. Uh, all right, before we turn it over to Matt, I guess I'll just share my my favorite Christmas memory as a child. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes as a kid, it, I felt stress around Christmas time. I was in uh, a lot of Christmas plays, and I think just making sure all my lines were memorized, that was always a stressful time. So if I could get through a Christmas program with whatever part I had, um, well, that was a good memory. But if I didn't do it so well, that wasn't as good of a memory. Uh, so when I think back to like what Don was saying, as a kid, you hear so much about these gifts. You say, oh, man, what do I have in my hands now? I'd have to say the the year I got a Nintendo, that was a life changer. Um, I'll say. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can share some testimonies after after I'm done here on that. But did the cheat code book come with the <laughs> Nintendo? <laughs> right. uh, did you create the codes for them? I mean, what what's going on? Brilliant. <laughs> when I started playing uh, Bases Loaded and Super Mario Brothers and RBI, it was love at first sight. But we, uh, yeah, that was that was a very memorable Christmas gift. And I think the other positive memory for me, and I know Matt, you for sure can probably appreciate this, but as a paper boy, I got the day off and it it was never a lot of fun having a winter paper out in Minnesota when you're a, when you're a kid, it's just something you kind of grin and bear. I don't know. I, I may have pulled in 30, 40 bucks a month doing that. I don't think it was worth it, but at least it helped me get out of bed and uh, taught me a little responsibility, gave me a little bit of money, but man, it was great to have a day off once in a while. So I was, I was also thankful for that. All right. That's it for our, our flashback memories, and uh, I'll throw it over to Matt for fix your eyes. Well, actually, we're gonna we're gonna actually turn it over to Ben. We got the feel good story of the week. Oh, Ben, I'm sorry. Don't you want to feel good this week, Ryan? I do. I do. I think he's in need of it, Ben. So really, really aim this one toward Ryan. I think uh, he was trying to rush the season a little bit. Let's slow him down a little bit. And when it snows on bit. Wednesday, go over and shovel his walk. That'll help right. him. This is a and is uh, back. <laughs> right, right. This is a self-help article on identifying the colors of your Christmas tree lights. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I, I told you the ones out front and the ones out back have colors on them. Isn't that good enough? Uh, stellar. Yeah, so 
Yeah, here's a little funny background. So I wasn't sure if I was going to make it to the podcast. So Jeremy had been working on it. And so before we started recording, we talked about what he he had found and what I had found. And they actually were the same article, which is, it's, it's we must like the same websites. I don't know. But anyway, um, so here's my feel good story of the week. And I think this one's pretty cool in this season of giving. Uh, so there's a, a gentleman in Florida who this week or last week, he he paid off the utility bills for 114 families who were facing uh, having their utilities disconnected during December. Uh, and it's something this actually the second year that he's done. So last year he did that for 36 families. So he upped his game a little bit this year. And so they, they wondered why this guy was interested in, in helping out these other families. Well, he had some experience with that. He remembers back to a Christmas uh, in the early eighties where he and his daughters were without uh, power, heat or power during the holidays. And so uh, he remembers that vividly. And now he's in a, a point in his life where he's able to help out other families. So he pays off those bills and, and stops those uh, utilities from being turned off for the holidays to help everybody have a uh, little bit merrier Christmas. So in this season of giving, I thought that was a pretty cool uh, feel good story for this week. No, that's great. Thanks a lot, Ben. Uh, as we turn uh, our eyes to the last Fix Your Eyes of 2020, it's actually going to comprise the lyrics of a song that we listened to back in the trivia section. And we just encourage uh, all of us here in the podcast and, and those who are listening uh, to really set your heart on the beauty and the miracle of Christmas. And remember it, it it feeds into something even greater right the virgin birth was amazing uh, but it led to a perfectly lived life it led to a sacrificial death it led to a miraculous resurrection and a union with christ that was unattainable any other way and so for fix your eyes uh, let's just uh, think about the lyrics of come thou long expected jesus Come thou long expected Jesus, born to set thy people free. From our fears and sins release us. Let us find our rest in thee. Israel's strength and consolation, hope of all the earth thou art. Dear desire of every nation, joy of every longing heart. Born thy people to deliver, born a child and yet a king. Born to reign in us forever, now thy gracious kingdom bring. By thine own eternal spirit, rule in all our hearts alone. By thine own sufficient merit, raise us to thy glorious throne. Amen and amen. That is a wrap on episode 19 on this, the 20th day of December, year of our Lord 2020. And we want to wish everyone listening a very Merry Christmas. This was Six in the Mix, talking faith, family, sports, and politics. Find our episodes on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast content. Review us and leave a comment. Visit our Facebook page at Six in the Mix Podcast and comment on what topics you'd like us to discuss. We are also on Twitter at Six in the Mix Pod. Join us on our journey.